Welcome to the Get in the Fight podcast. My name is Nate Whitson, and I'm the founder of Get in the Fight Ministries and our exclusive online fight club for Christian men. Everything we do here is dedicated to helping Christian men become the men that God meant for them to be. So if you're looking for helpful content and conversations that can help you to grow and become the man that God made you to be, then you're in the right place. But before we get started, please do me a huge favor and be sure to subscribe, click the like button, and then leave us a five-star review. Doing that helps us to reach more men who are looking for content just like this. Also, if you'd like to learn more about our mission and how to get involved or how to join the Fight Club, then head on over to getinthefight.club. That's getinthefight.club and learn more today. But without further ado, it's time to get in the fight. So let's go. Hey guys, welcome to the Get in the Fight podcast. My name is Nate Whitson and I am your host of the show. Thank you for listening. If you're uh, new to the Get in the Fight podcast, uh, welcome. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, we are here to help Christian men become the men that God meant for them to be. And so if you're a man that's on a journey to uh, just live a bigger life, be a better man, be a better husband, a better father, you know, quit the addictions and uh, the secret sins that are, are plaguing you. If you've got a crappy mindset and you're really trying to get stronger and braver and more confident, and if you're um, looking to get past, you know, the sins of your past and move forward and just live with dignity and strength and all those things, then, you know, those are a lot of the topics and, and ideas that we talk about. So again, if that's you, welcome. Thank you for listening. We just simply ask if, if you like this, get engaged. That, that might be clicking the subscribe button below, uh, maybe click the URL at the top and sh you know, copy and paste it and share it with a friend, share it on your social media, just helping us to get the word out and enjoying what we're doing subscribing to it and listening regularly it makes a big difference so thank you for doing that for those of you that are we're at part two today of a review of a book if you're looking at the youtube you can see it here it's called divine direction seven decisions that will change your life and we said this in episode number 40 this is episode 41 if you missed that obviously you should go back and maybe listen to part one of this series but Today, we're really kind of just building on this idea that there are seven decisions that we're going to look at that can change your life. And I said this in the previous episode, and I'll say it again today. When I hear somebody say, oh, this could change your life, I think, yeah, right. Like, okay, <laughs> this is just like hype. It's um, spiel. It's, you know, trying to get our attention, but there's really like very little substance to it. I'm telling you that I've, I've listened to this sermon series by Craig I've watched his YouTube videos. I highly encourage that you do the same on it. It's very good. Myself, as I've gone through it, I, I believe in it. I, I believe in what we said in part one. I believe what we're talking about today in part two could literally, absolutely change your life. So again, if you are a Christian man trying to get on that path, or if you're on that path and you're trying to stay on that path, then listen up close. I think I think you're going to like what you're in for today. So in, in the previous episode, again, go listen to episode 40. We talked about the power of small decisions. And we said like, you know, a small decision to not exercise, for example, led to a big story later of I'm 50 pounds overweight. I can't hang out with my grandkids. I can't walk up the stairs without, you know, breathing heavy. I can't live the life I'm supposed to live. A small decision to a flirt with that girl at work led to a divorce and a catastrophe of just all kinds of proportions of just, you know, disaster in the home and a heartache and all that kind of stuff. These seemingly small decisions along the way, every single day, daily decisions lead to stories that we tell. And some of them are amazing. Some of them are stories of like, wow, I made a huge pivot. 
I followed Jesus for the first time, and then I started to follow him every day after, and my life looks nothing like it used to. I used to be drugged out. I used to be uh, absent father, all these things, and now the story of my life is so much better, so much different. So we talked about big stories come from small choices. Today we're going to look at one word in particular that has the power to really uh, change your future, and that word is stop. What if we could, in the middle of our daily decision-making processes, learn to stop before we made a decision to do? What if we could stop or pause or wait before we made the decision to do something, right? Think about this. Have you ever made a really stupid decision? (laughs) I can think of so many of my own, but have you ever made like a really stupid decision or made a big mistake And then later on, the regret set in and you were like, dude, what was I thinking? Why did I do that? Like, why, why did I end up so far from where I wish I would have ended up? Like, how did I get here? You know, why did I do that? I wish I could do it over. Have you ever, ever been through that? I'm I'm sure you have because you're human and we all have done that. We've all made those mistakes. So we talk about that, and I think I want you to think about one of those stories, one of those mistakes that you just think, oh, God, I wish, I wish I could do that one over. I wish I could go back and erase some of that or all of that. I, I want you to think through that in your story because this is the power of where we're going in today's conversation. If you could have gone back into that story of huge regret and big mistake and just stopped, if you could have just paused, if you could have just waited before you made a decision to do whatever it was that you did, things could be different. The story that you tell today may not be huge regret. And that's really where we're going. I mean, if you listen, if you just stopped right here, I encourage you not to. There's more that we want to say on this, but literally that's the story. If you could take those moments of huge regret, disappointment, frustration, the stories that you tell of like, doggone it, why, how, how did I end up over here? All those stories. If you could have stopped in the middle of that or before you got to the decision-making part where you did that stupid stuff, it could have changed the stories that you're telling today. Now, you can't go back. There is no like reset button here. There's no going back and trying to figure it out and, and redoing it and stopping later. It doesn't work that way. It's kind of like uh, the the illustration you maybe heard of the toothpaste when you pour out the toothpaste, and then you try to put it back in, it never works, right? When it comes out, it's out. You can't fully put back in the bottle whatever you've pulled out. And it's like one of those things here too. Like when you've, you know, squeezed the bottle out and you've made that decision, there's no going back. There's no correcting it perfectly. So we need to now decide again that when I'm making these big decisions in life or when I when I feel that tension deep inside of me, like, wow, this, is, this, this could be big. This could lead to things down the road, good or bad, and I better be careful here. If you feel that tension in you, this is the place where you want to pause, wait, and in particular, just stop, right? So going to the book, I'm going to read a little bit of what Craig has to say here in this chapter. He says this, But there are plenty of times when I didn't, when I spoke without thinking first, or I acted on impulse and reacted without weighing the consequences. I can't tell you how many times I found myself reaping what I sowed, dealing with the consequences of yet another bad decision. If only I could go back and do it over, I wish I hadn't done that. 
And I know I'm not the only one. As a pastor, I've sat with so many people filled with regret, my heart aching for them as they tearfully ask, why did I do that? What was I thinking? I would give anything to be able to go back and make a different choice. One of the best decisions we can make when feeling an impulse or facing a high stakes dilemma is simply to stop, take a time out, hit pause, sleep on it, think it over, get some godly wisdom from people that you trust. Look at the things that he says here in this passage. Take a time out, hit pause, sleep on it, think it over, get some godly wisdom from people that you trust. Think back again to that thing in your life where you where you go, gosh, I just I carry so much shame from that decision, so much regret, so much pain. Think about that story and just think what if you could have stopped? What if you could have gotten some godly advice? What if you would have slept on it? What if you would have just paused and just waited until you heard God clearly through there? Imagine how different your story would be. The pain of regret is just so heavy. I don't think think that's ever really taught to us right when we're kids or taught to us very well, I should say. But we know from experience that that regret just carries a, a different kind of weight, right? Here's the thing I, I want you to do for now. I want you to think about that story. Now I just want you to imagine just how different your life could be if you just could learn to stop and pause and wait. If you said, look, if I do this, imagine if you could process it like this. If I do this thing, right, continue to flirt, continue to eat garbage, continue to do whatever it is that you're doing. If, if I do this, if I continue to do this, what story will I have to tell later about this? And we mentioned this in episode number 40. Imagine if now you could say, would I be happy with that story? Because here's the thing, the decisions that you make, like we said in episode 40, the small daily decisions that you make lead to the stories that you're telling today. And they're going to lead to the stories that you tell tomorrow. And wouldn't it be nice if you only made decisions that would make you happy later to tell? Gosh, that would be nice, right? Like So few of us do that, and it's because we don't learn to stop. Now, another way to ask yourself some of these stop questions. Again, if you're currently doing things, maybe you've already made the decision. I guess that's what I want you to think of now. Maybe you're in the middle of doing things that are causing you to tell stories that you're not happy with. All right. Think about that. So for some of you, it it could be things like, you know, you're just working too much. And the story that you're telling is, man, I I wish I could be there for my kids. I wish I was being a better dad there for my wife, there to have dinners, whatever it is. But I'm just, I'm working so much because I'm just trying to get ahead, make sure I had more in the 401k. I wish we could have better vacations, right? Any of that kind of stuff. If you currently are doing that and you keep doing that, Will you be happy with that story that you're writing by doing the things that you're doing? How about this? If you continue to look at pornography and secretly hide it and you're, you know, changing which browsers you're using and you're, you know, cleverly, you think using it on this device and then deleting it and doing all this like secretive, crazy stuff with it. And you keep doing that. And putting on the front that, hey, you're a strong Christian guy, you love your wife and your family, but you're doing this behind the scenes. 
what stories do you think you're going to end up having to tell? Not wanting to tell, but having to tell when it all comes apart. What if you are, you know, currently at work flirting with somebody that you know this is trouble and you keep going down that road, you're currently doing that and you've made a decision to like convince yourself that, that no, 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 this isn't a big deal. I mean, we're just flirty or we're just friends or whatever it is that you're telling yourself. What is the story or potential stories that you're going to have to tell and other people will tell? And would you be happy with those if you don't stop? Think about this one. If maybe you're the kind of guy that is just lashes out at his kids and the stories that they tell about you already are like, God, don't get on dad's bad side, right? Or dad is just so mean with his words or whatever it is. Imagine if that's your current story and you don't stop and think about what story is about to be told. What could that look like? What about other commitments that you've made to God? Have you made commitments to God, but you're currently not living up to those? What are the stories that you're going to tell? Well, how are you going to explain that to him when you talk to him? What about like the story of not, not getting out of bed when you want to, right? Like you're the kind of guy who's like currently hitting snooze over and over, but you keep telling guys like that you're serious about your health and you're serious about wanting to change but you're currently not doing the things you're supposed to, what story are you going to be telling about that later? It's, it's going to be a crappy story. Same thing with like, are you currently eating like crap? Are you drinking alcohol? You know, partying with your buddies on the weekend, right? Are you currently avoiding doing the hard work that marriage requires to have a great marriage? Do you have just kind of an average mediocre marriage, but you're not dating your wife consistently? In all of these situations whatever it is for you that you are currently doing, if you keep doing that, there are stories that you're going to tell. And my question to you is, will you be happy with those stories? What I want you to do, what I think we all would be wise to do is simply just like fast forward. Just think about this, like fast forward down your life as I'm presenting these ideas here. Fast forward a little bit and just ask yourself, what is this going to cost me? What is it going to cost me if I keep doing this and I don't stop, pause, wait, or pray, what's it going to cost me? See, there is no neutral in life like this. You are either making decisions that are making you more of the man that God meant for you to be, or you're going backwards. There is no, like, I'm just kind of here. Like, and a lot of guys think this is true. A lot of guys just show up for church. They feel good because they go to church, but they sit in the very back. They don't engage with worship. They don't uh, actively get involved. They, they're not in life group. They're not serving. They're just showing up and they think by people seeing them at church that it's enough. And it's not. Not that, like, again, I'm not the judge of you. I'm not saying that in terms of like who's in or who's out, but I'm saying it's not enough in terms of why you're here. You're not on a mission. You're certainly not living out the great commission or the great commandment when you're doing life like that. You're either moving closer to being the man that God meant for you to be, or you're moving further away. Which one is it for you? And, and what hopefully is God inspiring in you as you hear these conversations? Are, are you the kind of person that goes, and maybe that's true, but I don't want to keep doing what I'm currently doing. I don't want to just keep showing up to church. I don't want to be an average Christian man. I want to go for everything that God has for me. If that is you today, this is great because... 
there's really good news in this. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the show so far. And if you are, please do me a big favor and simply get engaged in a simple way. For you, that might be clicking the like button or maybe subscribing to the show. For others, it may be commenting on a show that really stands out to them, or maybe it's just copying the URL and texting it to a friend or pasting that into your social media or sharing it via text, whatever it is. All of those things make a huge difference for us, and it helps us to reach more Christian men who are trying to live bigger and better lives. So number one, thank you for being a listener, and thank you for being a part of this community and part of this show. We appreciate it more than you know, and we appreciate you getting engaged and helping us out. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. If you take hold of these conversations, if you really look at these divine directions that Craig points out here, if you really stop and consider that the small daily decisions you make are going to lead to stories and you can start to pause and stop before you decide to act on them, it, this literally, again, could change your life. It, this conversation here could be this pivotal conversation you point back to where God really just like did something special in your heart to get you to say, well, you, you better slow things down. You better consider what's happening here. This is something that I say all the time, and I think it bears repeating. It doesn't matter at all what your intentions are. It only matters what you do. It doesn't matter what you intend to do. Again, if you say, well, I intend to be a great husband, but you don't date your wife, you're going to be limited, right? If you intend to be a great father, but you're working all the time so that they can have a cool vacation, but they don't really get to know you or your heart, or you don't get to train them in the scriptures or to know God more, well, okay, cool. Nice vacation. Enjoy that. It doesn't matter what your intentions are in any area of your life. It only matters what you do. And the positive spin on that, the great news with that is if you go, I'm not happy with the stories I've told in these areas of my life, spiritually, relationally, physically, emotionally, mentally, any of these things. If you're unhappy today with that and God is like saying, come on, man, let's go. Let's go. It's time. Let's figure this out. If you get to that point, today could be a breakthrough. Everything could pivot from here. If you make a divine turn and you make a new direction, this is really what repentance is all about. I'm going this way and I turn completely around and I go the direction that God has me wanting to go, right? You becoming the man that God meant for you to be. If you would stop before you decide and act, it could change your life. But you have to want to be a better man. You have to want to live a, be a, a bigger and better life. And again, if God is you know, propelling you to that, then stop today. Stop right now. <laughs> Pull over if you're listening to this. Whatever it takes, but just stop and consider. Fast forward and think about the stories of forever, by the way. Think about like heaven where you will be rewarded for every deed and every action in this lifetime, it's going to carry over. Imagine being able to sit around in heaven and say, like, I gave everything. Imperfectly, of course, but like, by God's grace, I'm here. And I'm so grateful that I made the decisions then to change and to pivot and to repent and to grow and to become the man that God meant for me to be. Because look at all the stuff. Look at all the things that we get to experience and enjoy now today. I'm so grateful for the decision to live that way. I'm telling you, that day is coming. If you are in Christ, you are secure in Him. 
you don't have to always be worried about like, am I in or am I out? But what you should be concerned about is, am I going to get every reward that I could have had? That to me as a man, as a, as a person who wants to pursue winning and victory and, you know, championships and things like that, that's the ultimate championship that I will be rewarded by God saying, well done, Nate. Well done. So excited to see you come enjoy the feast and wait till you see what I've been preparing for you. I look forward to that. I look for that and I want to pursue that with everything that I've got. So here's the thing. What if you stopped and created a new story? What if you stopped and created a but God story, right? We talked about this a little bit in the last one and it just bears repeating. This is a chance where you could say, I used to always, but God, I used to always be that guy that cheated with my eyes and I undressed every woman at church and at the gym and everywhere I went, I was constantly lusting and looking and thinking about that. And God just changed me. Like he gave me a heart of purity and righteousness and he's changed the way, you know, that I look at women, like, thank God for that. What about the guy that's just like wanting so desperately, you know, to be a better dad. And he could say like, I used to be absent and now I'm present or whatever that thing is, right? Like, what is the story that makes you least happy to tell? What if God could change that thing in your life? And he can, and God can, and and that's the biggest thing. You can win and you can be a better man today if you let God in and give him first place. We said this previously, I'm going to say it again. We make a mistake in Christianity to just say, bow your heads and say this prayer and make a one-time decision to follow Jesus. No, no, no. Like, yeah, there's a, there's a first time, of course, but it's a daily decision. As a man, you have to wake up every day and say, I'm going to follow you all the way today. And that's the challenge for you today. Are you going to wake up today and follow Jesus? And will you wake up tomorrow and do it again? You know, in our fight club, in our community, this is how we challenge each other. And again, if you're not a part of our fight club, you should check it out. Go to the website, get in the fight.club and just learn more about it. But you need to be in a community that's challenging you every day to be more of the man that God meant for you to be. If you're not in one, you need to find one, whether that's our fight club or something else, I don't care. But you've got to be in one because every day you've got to wake up and make some decisions. And along the way, This cumulative life is full of, I should say, this life is full of cumulative decisions. Every day, little decisions that start with following Jesus first. All right, so practically speaking, if you're saying, okay, I'm with you, like, all right, what do I do? Like, where do I start? What I would tell you is start small. Pick one thing or pick one area of your life. And, And maybe what you need to do here is just stop, like we're talking about today pause and pray and just talk to God, right? And maybe you should talk to your wife too. If you're married, you should probably talk to her too and be like, hey, what's the one area or one thing that if I could change this would really make such a huge difference, right? Talk to the Lord about that and see what he says primarily. And maybe talk to people around you. Maybe it's your friends that know you best. If you've got accountability brothers, or again, if you're married, you you can talk to your wife. I want you to pause and stop, and I want you to think, what's the one thing that you need to stop and think about changing today? And then I want you to write it down. There's something really important, I think, about writing down the idea and then sharing it with a brother. 
right? The, the, the process is this, stop and pray and talk. Figure out what that one thing is. Don't, don't try to do all of them. Don't try to change your spiritual life and your physical health and your relationships and all. No, pick one. Just start with one. We'll get to all the rest, but pick one. And then write it down and invite somebody into that journey with you. Like, hey, man, like this is, this is what I'm changing. This is the area. This is the one thing. And here's the specific things I'm going to do this week to try to get better. Would you just check in on me? Would you pray for me? Would you help me? Whatever it is, right? Invite another brother in to do that, right? Into that life with you there, right? For you, think about here's some things. Like maybe it's your social media. Maybe that's the one thing, like for now, where you just think this thing's bad news for me. Like I'm watching stuff I shouldn't. I'm. Uh, listening to stuff I shouldn't. Maybe you're just like consumed with the news and it's just causing you anxiety and stress and frustration and fear and all that. Maybe maybe it's getting rid of social media for you. Maybe it's, as a man, just you feel like you have to control everything. And that's just your bent. You're going to control your wife, your kids, your environment. Like everywhere you go, you're in charge. You're going to control it. And it's just making life feel tense and squeezed out. And everybody around you is just like walking on eggshells. Maybe for you, it's just giving up some of that control. Maybe for some of you, it's you're the dad that comes home and you're great outside of the home. But then when you get home, you're just grouchy. You've got a bad attitude. You know, you're no fun to be around. You you get home, you sit in your favorite chair, you grab a beer and you're just, you're done, right? Disengaged. Maybe for you, it's changing that one thing. Maybe it's getting rid of that bad attitude. Maybe it's coming home and not sitting down and it's like, hey, kids, let's go do something. Let's go for a walk, whatever it is. But imagine if you could just change, you know, just that one thing, if that's what God is propelling you to do. For some of you, it might just be like breaking some unhealthy habits. Again, maybe it's smoking. Maybe it's drinking with the buddies. Maybe it's just eating crap, (laughs) whatever that is. What if you could just change one thing like that? Man, it could make a huge difference for you going forward, you know. If if you are hanging out with friends that are just bad news, and maybe, maybe even they're like great, maybe they're just like great people, but they don't know the Lord, and it just it brings you down. the The words that you use, the language that you use, the things that you talk about, they they just don't honor God, and you know it, you know it. And if that's the case, then maybe the thing that you need to get rid of and change is who you hang out with. Maybe for some of you, it's just you take no ownership no responsibility for your life and it's always everybody else maybe for you it's just taking ownership of your life and really getting serious about saying if it's going to change it's up to me i'm going to be a better husband i'm going to be a better man a father better worker whatever it is right take that idea write it down and then make a specific commitment one week at a time to say i'm going to do this, this, and this at this time, or this many times this week, or whatever it is, be specific, and then share it with a friend. Write it down, be specific, invite somebody in. That's the that's it, right? As we say all this, I'm going to wrap it up with this idea. It just kind of hits me here that a lot of this sounds like what I'm telling you is to just go change your behaviors. Stop this, do this, whatever. This is a podcast about pointing you to Jesus. And and this is important that we kind of end this idea this way. This is not about self-help or behavior modification. You don't need to just change behavior. You need to change your heart. You need spiritual transformation, not behavior modification. Now, what happens though, 
is when we start to change who we are from the inside. And I say we, but when we allow God the space to change us from the inside, it changes the outside too. But it has to be the inside. It has to be the heart, the soul, the mind. We need to change those things first. And again, just to say it again, in our community, in our Fight Club community, this is where we spend our time. People come with all kinds of, uh, of things that they want to change. In my coaching program, I'm meeting with guys who are like, hey, I want to change this. I want to get better at this. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Well, what do you do is you need a new heart. You need a new mind. Everything that you want in your life will come from spiritual transformation, and that's a work that only God can do. There's no person and there's no program or podcast on the planet that can provide spiritual transformation. We can only point you to the one who can do that work, but that is a work of God. And so I just say this to you genuinely. If you hear these conversations from divine direction, it's the divine part that matters most, right? It's it's the part that God in his divine wisdom and fatherhood and his sovereign nature, he can do all these things that you want to do. But it isn't about you just learning to stop and pause and make better decisions. It's that God changes the way you are from the inside out. And that's really what we're looking for here. That's what we're praying for. That is what we are like imploring you to, to do, is to get right with God. And that means putting everything aside, involving him in the decision-making process enough so that you can hear his voice and stop and make better decisions. All right, so that's the homework for today. I hope this has been an encouraging conversation. Again, if it is, engage with us, subscribe, like, share this on your social media, sign up for our two-minute Tuesday uh, newsletter at getinthefight.club forward slash newsletter. It's just a quick two-minute thing with just simple ideas like this. Every day, every week, and in our club, every month, we meet together to try to become the kind of men that God meant for us to be. And so that's what I'm praying for you today. Go get in the fight. Have a great day. And we'll see you in the next episode. Hey guys, thanks so much for being here today and listening to the show. Please be sure to head over to the website at getinthefight.club. And before you go, if you haven't already, please subscribe, click the like button, and leave us a positive five-star review. It makes a huge difference whenever you do. Have a great day. Go get in the fight.